My name's Denny, um, and I love the theatre. My name's Claire, and I love theatre too. <laughs> and I'm Frank, and I also love the theatre. So it's called. What's it called? Western Geeks. Western 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 Western. Well, you lot can call it what you want, but I'm going with three pocketers. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to West End Geeks. Welcome to episode 10 of the West End Geeks podcast. Um, who have we got today with us? I'm Denny. And I'm Claire, hello. Um, it's a little bit different than usual, obviously with isolation going on, so um, we're all in different places, so forgive any potential delays that do happen today. Um, also, typically, we would go to a show and uh, not talk about it, and then we'd come to the studio and then we'd record the podcast and hear all of our first reactions of it there and then. But again, given that Theatre Land is closed, we've improvised, and today we'll be talking about a show, which I believe, Claire, have you, are you the only one that's seen it? I think so. Denny, had you seen the show beforehand? Um, in the theatre or? Oh, sorry, apologies, the film beforehand, because they were doing a film, so have you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's my fault. Had we, Claire, you're the only one that's seen this film, right? I've seen the film and the theatre show. Denny? I had seen this film before, okay. but we'll get into that. Okay, that's interesting. Um, okay, so the film that we're actually seeing today on Claire's recommendation is Mama Mia. Um, for those that haven't seen or heard of Mamma Mia, it's a 2008 jukebox musical um, based on the 99 musical of the same, um, 1999 musical of the same name, which in itself is based on songs by the group ABBA. Um, basically, the plot follows a young bride-to-be who invites three men to an up-and-coming up wedding, each one with the possibility of being her father. So, Denny, you sort of indicated there that you had seen it, but you wanted to come on to this later. Talk to me about the first time you'd seen it then. Oh, so the first time I saw it, um, it was at the cinema. Oh, wow. You went to um, the cinema to see Mamma Mia. I, I did. I went to the cinema to see Mamma Mia. Why, would, I, why wouldn't you? I love, I love musicals. <laughs> no, no, I love no, musicals. no, no. Before you go on, was this with a girl? It was. Okay, cool. Continue. Um, and I just remember falling asleep. Oh, wow. So I believe that was because I was very, very tired, though. So... I never really got a good, um, I wasn't able to judge it at the time. So I was quite looking forward to this time around. Okay, so the fact that you saw it first time around and fell asleep, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't your decision to go and see that film in the first place. Um, I, I remember just being very indifferent at the time. Okay. Um, the theatre production had never really um, grabbed my attention, so to speak. It was one I'm very aware of. It's obviously very, very popular, um, but it wasn't one that, ever really made me sort of want to run and go and see it so I was kind of indifferent asked to to, uh, go to the cinema and uh, yeah okay cool well Claire given that this was your choice of film to see why and why did you pick this film what what was your sort of knowledge of it beforehand and when did you first see it all these questions at once Claire sorry okay I'll try and remember the question so I went to cinema to see it okay loved it and because of the film I went to see it in the theatre um, and then, yeah, I even went back in 2018 to watch Mamma Mia 2 at the cinema. Okay, <laughs> so going back to the first time you saw it, though, when was this? How old were you, roughly? Uh, well, in 2008, I don't know, like 15. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to try and do this quick maths in my head. Um, what did you think of it first time you saw it? No, I was early 20s. Um, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, 
because I just loved the I loved the song. I grew up listening to ABBA because again I think I mentioned this in Buddy Holly, my mum was a big ABBA fan actually and so was my sister. So I knew the songs. Um and then also I just loved everything about in the film like obviously it's filmed in Greece, so I liked the you know, like the blue waters and the, the sky and, and it was just it was just really lovely, everything about um like the scenery in the film. And then I liked the fast paced um Denny's distracting me. <laughs> I liked the fast paced um like I don't know, music and the way they integrated the music into the storyline. Okay. Um Denny. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to hear your thoughts on this because like I said, first time around you fell asleep. This time yeah. round it was um, it was asked of us to watch this. So what did you think of it? Um Actually no, before we start, did you did you know much about the film beforehand? Like when you first saw it, did you know it was by um it was like music by Abba? Yeah, um so yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So I, I was aware of the play, uh, the, the musical in, in theatre, and then they made a film of it. Um, and as I said, I wasn't particularly interested in the theatre production, um, so I wasn't particularly interested in the film. Um, I actually saw, I'll tell you what I do remember, I actually remember seeing the film very, very soon after it was released. And I remember it snowballing after that. Okay. Like, it just got massive and it was in it was in the cinema for so long and there was sing-along um screenings and all sorts and i remember it almost being like a bit of a phenomenon at the cinema um and just so many people talking about it so many people um like re-watching it going back with friends and all things like that it was quite interesting okay and this time yeah, i think that's part of the fun like you know when you go and see it with friends and stuff it's like a night out kind of thing Okay, and on and on this occasion, what did you think of it? Uh, is this the Claire or no? To you, Danny. Oh, okay. Um, um, well, I don't know where to start. Is there any any particular aspect you want me to talk about, or? Um, okay. What did you think of the storyline? Um. All right, I'm going to be frank. No, Excuse the pun. <laughs> I'm going to keep this real. The first time I saw it at the cinema. I didn't get it. What was that? I not to kind get? of, huh? What was there not to get? So I, I'll be honest. Well, I came out just thinking, what was the point? But and you then fell asleep, so you wouldn't have known the point. I fell asleep because it was really boring. That's how I felt. And then as it, when I left the cinema, after weeks after, it kind of snowballed and became this big phenom. And I was literally like, what did I miss? Like I don't understand. So I was intrigued to watch it again. And obviously this. During that, however long that was, what's that? We're talking, what, 12 years? I never watched it. For this, we've had to watch it again. And I watched it, and I feel exactly the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> I really like... <sighs> don't you think it's fun? Do you know what I think? I just don't think I'm the target audience in any way, shape or form. I think like, because I was trying to kind of get my head around this, because there's clearly a lot of people who like it. I love Beauty and the Beast. I like the Little Mermaid. There's so many things that clearly aren't my target demographic, but I like, and I think it's about the characters. I think, let's, if you took, for example, um, Beauty and the Beast, there's a clear, there's, there's a clear protagonist, there's a clear like champion of this sort of show. So the, 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 the kind of basic 
story elements are the same as James Bond. Good guy, bad guy. I can root for one or the other. With this, I kind of just felt no one was, I, I just didn't care about anyone. And I felt like I was watching a load of people dad dance. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just a load of dad dances. Like I was honestly trying. There was a couple of moments, there was a couple of moments where the kind of songs went into, like the way they went into song, I enjoyed. But f there was also loads I noticed where they just cut the scene and then they were singing. And normally I like it when they go into it. Like we could be mid-conversation and you say, um, oh, you're, you're, you're such a, I don't know, you need to stand up for yourself. You know, like Michael Jackson in Bad, yeah. the way there was the conversation, he just broke out and was like, I'm bad, I'm bad, and all of that. I like that kind of element. And there were a couple of moments, um, and I've noted them, where they've done that. But for some, some, some moments, it was just like, we're doing this, we're doing this. And you can kind of tell it's going to lead into song, but then the next scene, they're just singing. So it, it didn't allow you to kind of actually see um, them go from like the natural progression into the conversation. But again, I think, I, I really do think, again, I was thinking about it, it's just like Dirty Dancing, I get it. Pretty Woman, I get it. Like these classic song uh, films that are, I might not be the intended to target audience, but this one, I just didn't get it. I just really, really don't think they remotely cared about me at all. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, that that's my point for now. Claire, just out of what did you think of the narrative, the storyline? It was, I liked, um, I, I, I did laugh in it. I found the, some of the comedy bits, some of it was a bit silly, but there was things that made me laugh in it. It's just, I liked the fact that you had this new blossoming romance. They were rushing into marriage, then decided, spoiler, not to. And then, you know, this long lost love rekindle it you know was it a bit far-fetched yes but it was you know just those two kind of things running in parallel i liked it it was it's, it's one of those films that you can watch and not think about you can just sit down and enjoy and, and I, I, I like that about that i think if you're a fan of abba you're going to love this but at the same time oh yeah without a doubt i think yeah but at the same time, if you like actual storylines and because I, I, what I found was that I feel like if, when you see a normal film or like musical, there's like a story arc which sort of goes like everything's good, something goes really bad, all of a sudden it's good again. And, you know, we, we, we live again and fight another day. Whereas with this, the only brief stumbling block was I think it was like an argument between um, was yeah. it Amanda Seyfried and her mum yeah. about something and she stormed off. I think basically, I think her mum had said something on the lines of, "Oh, you don't have to marry him anyway." Something like some, yeah. something on those lines. Yeah. Amanda Sing Seafried storms off. A couple of scenes later, everything's fine again. I was like, "Yeah." There was no, there's no sort of. Um, I didn't feel like emotionally connected at all. But then again, I don't think it's that sort of film. I think it's literally you like Abba music. We found a way to incorporate Abba music with a bit of a storyline. Go and watch it. I don't feel like there's. What? But what about um, Meryl Streep? Did you not feel emotionally connected to her? Not really. I, I I think Meryl Streep's character. Do you know what? I think it's I think it's the fact that everything's just so unbelievable. It's so unrealistic. The whole concept of I don't know who my dad is. I'm getting married. I'm gonna invite three three dudes. 
based on my mum's diaries to this wedding and try and figure out which one's my dad based on if I spot them first time round. What a scandal, Frank. No, I'm just what saying, no, I'm not, I, I, like I said, I feel like I'm being cynical here, but it just, see, everything just seems so far-fetched. Far-fetched. The music was great and I loved like the island, like you sort of talked on earlier on, the blue waters. It, it just made me want to go to Greece, you know? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does, not it? Yeah. Yeah, but I just, I really wanted to try and find something that I could, like, you know, okay, this is obviously totally different because it's not even in a film, but when you see Dear Evan Hansen, you sort of leave a bit of, like, emotional connection. When you leave, when you see, I don't, then again, I guess it's, like, Anne Juliet, but even Anne Juliet has some sort of a story, like, I don't know. Danny, what do you think? Go on, sorry. See, this is my thing. I don't even think it was to do with how far-fetched it was. Like, I love the Avengers. Like, Avengers is a load of aliens and stuff flying through, like, you know, flying around the, the planet. But it weren't even the fact it was far-fetched. It was just the fact that, and I think you kind of touched on it a bit where... Um, you said there was that small argument. It, there was just no emotional divergence. Like it was just all kind of flat, the, the, the feeling throughout the whole thing. The other thing, and this could be down to the difference between listening to it in the cinema, having a live people performing, but no one, there was no one in there who I was like, oh my gosh, they were amazing in terms of performance. Um, I've seen Lemmy's and there were people in that and I was like, wow. Um, in this, and again, this, it's, it, ABBA songs weren't powerful tracks, um, but I quite like ABBA. Um, but I didn't feel, and I don't mean like I'm, I'm playing them every day. I just mean like, you know, if it's on, you know, they're one of those kind of bands that everyone knows, everyone knows the music. Yeah. But I just felt in this, nothing was performed like really powerfully like nothing to make me really like uh think it's not ABBA if that makes sense it just kind of made me think like oh a, a rendition of another ABBA song like okay. when we were watching Anne Juliet there were moments where I was like like I said the, the, I the it was actually Britney Spears song yeah, yeah like where it was just like they've taken that and they've made it their own sort of thing um but in this it just yeah I just felt very indifferent throughout it. I disagree a little bit with that because when um, Meryl Streep sings Winner Takes All, which is the song when she's on the way to the wedding. My cards, and that's what you've done to Nothing more to say No more ace to play The winner takes it all Only song only song that does it and I've actually noted I that dance. absolutely loved that performance of hers and you know what like I, and I'm not saying there's any like I, I do understand some of the points that you're making but like the whole like I don't know just it came across to me as like a like a fun film I probably would have really enjoyed if I could act or sing I'd have really enjoyed being part of that cast and when they were doing um, Dancing Queen it's like Donna like this is Mel Street with her two girlfriends and then they go off and sing and then they're all dancing on the jetty and then they all jump in the water like how much did you not want to be a part of that I absolutely wanted to stand on the jetty and jump in after having sung Dancing Queen because as a child I made up a dance routine to Dancing Queen which after this lockdown I'll show you over a few cocktails <laughs> I think one of the other things as well was even like the um, the background dancers they just sometimes just seemed a bit too random. It did look fun. This is and this is the thing. Like, there's nothing to dislike. 
I just feel like it weren't for me. Like bright colours, beautiful scenery. Like there's nothing to really dislike, but there wasn't nothing that I particularly felt any emotion to. You know, like I'll tell you how I kind of felt. You know, you know, do you remember the old school days when you used to get like a a holiday brochure? And every single page has a nice picture, but just certain ones (laughs) caught your eye. That's how it felt. Like I could just flick through a million pages and they're all nice, but they're not making me stop. That's kind of what this film was to me. It was kind of like lots of nice scenery, lots of nice Maybe stuff. We plan a trip to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast around Greece, singing different episodes. Yeah. Let's do that. But it was, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, As I said, I don't think I was the target audience whatsoever. I really don't. And I think that is reflected in the fact that it's so popular. It's such a popular film um, among the target demographic you know um claire what was what what are the moments that you thought this is a really strong part here like was it were there any sort of like parts of the storyline where you thought oh wow you know that you were sort of like captivated by you know how me and denny have just got on to say that we weren't really sort of terribly impressed by the sort of storyline was there any parts of the storyline that you were pretty happy with yeah all of it (laughs) <laughs> okay. no look I don't do I think it's like <laughs> I can't even see Denny's face but he looks like he's laughing <laughs> sorry Claire go on you know I, so so the, the, so the scenes that I like I like I love the friendship between Donna and the Dynamos the three of them and you know the way they all get together and have their fun Tanya really makes me laugh um, Rosie's funny too Which one's Tanya? At, Tanya's the one who is she's the taller one the tall yeah one. and julie andrews is uh, oh, not julie andrews julie walters is uh rosie okay got you so like like i said i mentioned it earlier the dancing queen scene um where they all jumped into the jay i loved that just because i wanted to be there with them and then um the, the, one of the the i mentioned the winner takes it all but oh what was the song slipping through my fingers Slipping through my fingers all the time I try to capture That was the one where she is they're getting ready for the wedding. And there is a little bit of random after she touches up her her uh, leg when when yeah, Amanda yeah, yeah. Seabury's leg's bleeding. She sat in a rocking chair or something. After that, yeah. And you know what I felt like? Um I just kind of felt like the you know the the mother's love. I really did feel that. Like, I really felt like she's holding her baby. She's raised her as a single mother. And now her her young ones fly in the nest and how difficult that's got to be. And I know that initially Sophie and Skye were going to be staying on the island. Um, But it's still, you know, she's still taking that step into independence, going into her marriage and, like, you know, moving out of her mum's home and stuff. And I just really... You know, when she's like, she's going through all the memories and she's talking about all the things she wanted to do with her and the things that they'd done. And I, I did find that one powerful, actually, because I just, you know, it was very mother's love to me. Can I just ask a question? So, you know, after the winner takes it all. Yeah. After belting that out, did you really believe that she ran up all those stairs to get to the church merely seconds after everyone else arrived? I know, but I feel like Hollywood did us a favour there because in no way, <laughs> shape or form did I want to wait the 45 minutes for her to make that make that journey. I was impressed that she sung she while going up it. Up I mean, great. I'd struggle with a camel pack on yeah. my back. 
What do we think? No, I agree. Of, what do we think of um, Pierce Brosnan in that in that film? Because typically he's obviously James Bond and other sort of macho style characters. He got such he's, abuse. He's he got such really. abuse from this film when it first came out. For what? Yeah, for being like a really bad Did singer. He? And he was like, I'm not a singer. I never said I was. I just wanted to do a film with <laughs> he, Meryl Streep. He, he was my favourite character. I really like him in it. He was my favourite character. Oh, really? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because I kind of got that from it. Like, the singing was terrible. But it was just pure cheese. Like, I didn't feel like, I felt like he was having fun. The song, in fact, one of my favourite moments was before the winner takes it all, when they're talking, Meryl Streep and um, Piers Brosnan are talking, and then mid-conversation, he just (laughs) goes into song. And that was, I was like, yes, that's what I've been waiting for, that utter cheese that they love doing in musicals. I tried to reach for you, but you have closed your mind. Um, but I really liked him. Like, even the way he proposed at the end, it was like, sorry, spoiler alert. It's um, Again, it was just utter cheese. <laughs> it was utter cheese. But that was that was kind of what I expected. He was actually my favourite character in it, um, Pierce Brosnan, just because I know him, kind of like what you said, as James Bond and the Thomas Crown Affair That's and the these other, other films and stuff like that. And then just to see him doing this... Um, I do feel like I believe I believe that statement. Yeah, I just wanted to do a film with Mother Street. That was it. Is it, and that's what it, it kind of felt fun what he was doing. Is it me or did do you feel that Colin Firth played exactly the same character he would play in Bridget Jones' Diary, but a slightly more looser and Love Actually? And yeah, and Love Actually, I didn't even think of that. He, <laughs> I think he I think he's in the same vein as um, Hugh Grant in the sense that he always gets typecast at exactly the same character. But in this film, I did feel that he was a slightly more loose and sort of rebellious kind of guy. Like even towards the end where he whips off his shirt, you don't sort of imagine him yeah. doing that in those other films. Uh, Rumour has it that Colin Firth's never actually uh, auditioned for a film. They just have a conversation with him and record it. Standardly sort of just, that's his sort of go-to role, Colin Firth for those sort yeah. of roles. Um, just out of interest, who did you guys think was the dad in the end? Well, they were all happy with a third of them, weren't they? <laughs> I know, but, but really and truly, Really and truly. And I love the fact that she didn't seem bothered by the end. I was like, I don't want to know. Well, I kind of want to, I kind of want to know. And I'm not taking a third to the daughter if, I'm, if, if she's not mine. Frank, to upset you further, this was in a 24-hour period. So they arrived the day before the wedding when she yeah, wanted to know. Oh, wow. She doesn't want to get married anymore. I don't want to get married anymore. I'm just going to travel the world. Yeah. What, after all that expense has been spent, you made this big deal. You got us over it. And now you don't want to get married. That is exactly what I was thinking at the end. Oh, um, gosh. But yeah, seriously, who do you guys think was... I mean, it's so intrigued to know what your theories are because I've, I've been... I watched it this morning and I did a little bit of research into why people think it's certain people. So, Claire, who do you think was the dad? I want to say Sam that because that's who she's ended up marrying. Pierce, sorry, yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Okay, Pierce Brosnan, sorry, sorry yeah. I didn't know which one. So I want to say <laughs> sorry. Sam, okay. but, you know, that's a fairy tale. It's probably Bill's kid. The one that owns the boat. Which, one's, Which Bill? one's Bill? I'm gonna go with Bill. He just seems like the 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 one out of the three to have a kid and not <laughs> not not know. <laughs> he just seemed like that guy. <laughs> yeah, but also rudely, like his didn't his grandmother or auntie pay for Meryl Streep's pay for the hotel? No, it was her hotel. So that was the whole part, yeah. So she left the hotel 
to Meryl Streep to Donna. Yeah. And then he said, oh, because she was a distant aunt, he was like, oh, I thought she left it in the family. And then wasn't the aunt called Sophie as well? Yeah, and she's called Sophia. So there are a lot of clues that do point, yeah, you are right, but, Frank. But at the same time, Meryl Streep basically admits that she doesn't she doesn't know who the dad is anyway, so... She so just took the hotel, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> in the church. So in the church. Yeah. I, like, I did, yeah. Perfectly. Maybe that's why she named, maybe it was all a little hustle. Maybe she named the daughter after her to make her think, <laughs> get the hotel. She's yeah, she <laughs> um, Going back to what you said earlier on, then, I did really like the integration of song lyrics sort of naturally into some sort of conversations. And they generally made sense for the vast majority of it. But there was a scene, I think you sort of touched on this earlier on, Claire, where I think Pierce Brosnan, and I don't know, I don't know their names, so apologies, <laughs> I'm going to call them by their actual actors' names, but Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep are on that, mm -hmm. are running towards the church. Uh, what song was that, Claire? Because obviously what, you've seen this before. I'm sure that's the one. You say it's The Winner Takes All. Okay, so at that moment in time, who's, the, who, who's that song about? I feel like she's saying it at him, wasn't she? Like, you know, when she was like going, because there's that bit where you, where she's like saying the winner takes all. Like, isn't she saying he is? I don't. I don't actually. I don't know. I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because basically, I wrote down. I wrote down some of the lyrics of that bit. Because I think you know, like when we saw when when see Anne Juliet, and I hate having sort of keeping reference in that production. But I felt like every line. Your favorite production. They said it is my favorite production. Not gonna lie. Every line would make sense to the narrative. You wouldn't sort of question like, yeah. oh, that's, whereas here, like for example, some of the lines were. But tell me, does she kiss you like I used to kiss you? Does it feel the same when she calls your name? Who is she talking about here? Because I thought at the time oh, she was because, talking about because She's talking about his wife. No, she's talking about his wife. Because oh, yeah. remember in the church when she says, I'm not a bigamist, I'm not marrying you, you know, when he proposes, she at this point still does not realise he is not married. Got you. Okay, so... well, thank you for clearing that. So... Jen, you <laughs> talk to you about this. I had no idea. Just with regards to... I've made a note here. It says Pierce's proposal was heavy, but song was, but song was whack. It sounded like <laughs> it sounded like a British seaside song. <laughs> you know, like you know, like that sort of a uh, um, uh, Mary Poppins Hubert drum, yeah. like on the promenade, banging the, with the bit. It kind of had that kind of British promenade seaside kind of effect. And the other thing I I, I made it out of as well was the, the random English accents that kept popping up. <laughs> There was some person. There was some person um, who sounded northern, um, and then there was the guy. Who was the tall lady's? What was the tall lady's name? Uh, Tanya. Tanya, and who, her little flirty romance with that English guy, who just like was the most overly English guy ever. <laughs> Which guy are you talking about? And the accent was just like it, the accent kind of threw me off, like hearing an English accent. But which yeah. guy are you talking about, Denny? So. The um, black guy, black guy with the, with the, yeah, with the funny hair. That's the most random. I didn't understand how that relationship even developed. I didn't understand what was the going on. The night before, there. they had a party yeah. the night before, oh, and did you they? saw that because Tanya was hung over in the bed the next morning. Did you not find that funny? It's very oh. relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly missed that part. Um, okay, cool. Fair enough. I clearly missed that. Yeah, that was that was random. Um, so I, I did a bit of research, and they apparently they say Harry is supposed to be gay in it. What do you think about that? Which one's did Harry? You see that in the film? Which one's um, Harry? Colin, Colin Firth. Colin yeah, Firth's yeah, they showed character. it at the end. Yeah, he met someone. Okay, again, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that when watching it. It was only that when I sort of read up about it afterwards, because obviously he had that moment on the boat with that with the other 
Dutch or Norwegian guy with the other dad, remember? Yeah. But no, at the end, they're in the church and he says, he looks across and he says, I've got uh, extra reason to be here on the island now or something like that. And he looks across and there's like some Mediterranean looking dude and they kind of have a, have a look. Okay, do you know what? I clearly... You can rewatch it again I, I after this, Frank. I, I didn't pay full attention to this <laughs> film this morning. I, I, I've paid for it for like the next two days, so I've, I'll definitely be watching it at some point over the next um, 48 hours. Where did, you um, find, where did you find it on? Amazon Prime. Oh, it was on Prime. Yeah, but to be fair, it's the same price everywhere. So this isn't a promotion for Amazon Prime. The same price on YouTube and <laughs> iPlayer, etc., etc. Um, just in case, I don't like be putting out some, you know, promotion for Amazon <laughs> without them paying us. Um, Claire, who's your favourite character outside of um, Meryl Streep? Unless Meryl Streep's your favourite character, actually, you can have anyone as your favourite character, Claire. Well, I, do you know what? She's one of them. But I also really liked Sam, which is Pierce Brosnan, and Tanya. I just found her so funny. I'll tell you what, Tanya done a little dance performance on, on the, um, you know, after she put the nappy on that guy, <laughs> yeah, she bust some little moves afterwards um, when she was standing on the beach. Well, I actually had to rewind it and was like, was that a double or was that her? And, um, but then it got ruined when random people just started picking her up. And again, I was like, where are these people? Why do all these people just start like, who were just on the beach doing nothing, just start singing and, and dancing and joining in. But you know what's funny? I think you said you sort of said it as a negative, maybe a little bit of a negative earlier on. But I actually like the fact that these random people who you never would associate randomly sort of, sort of just bursting into dance suddenly did burst into dance like randomly. Like you'd have this old Greek lady who was, I don't know, had a um, had sticks on her back. Next thing you know, she's running up the marina with all the other women singing Dancing Queen. I loved yeah, that part. I didn't like it. I, I just thought the thing, the thing for me, like I didn't think the dancing was good. Like there was so much part. dancing out of sync. Like. Yeah. There was a lot of guys doing different things. Like it wasn't, there was, a, there was parts when it was like all synchronized and there was parts where they were just doing random things and they were just more like, you know, like if you watch a football match, go, like the crowd and like some people are chin with their arms up, some people have got their hands over their face, some people are just doing random different things. Um, it was, it was fun. I can yeah. see how it was fun. I do get that from it. Um, but just, I just went demographic. No, no, I get that. But I think, and my thing to sort of not counter that, but I'd say that that for me, despite what I've said in regards to the storyline, that for me was like the fun part of it. The fact that it wasn't these sort of slick dance moves. It did, to me, it felt like, you know, like at the end of a wedding or at a wedding or reception, everyone's that, just up that and moves. Some people can dance, some people can't. Some people are in sync, some people aren't in sync. But for me, it's just like a feel good, come along, let's dance to old school 70s songs and have a good time. Maybe a bit of storyline, maybe not. But, you know, it's, it's that, that was the appeal to me. Um, do you know one of my favourite scenes was that one with them, um, Tanya? Does your does your mother know with that guy on the beach? Oh, when she puts him in a nappy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not my particular most favourite part, <laughs> but yeah. that's one of my favourite songs in the in the film. It's not one of my favourite ABBA songs, funnily enough, but it's one of my favourites in the film. What's your favourite ABBA yeah. song? My favourite ABBA song. Yeah. Um, everything on the gold album. So. But I would, not one. if I'm honest, I'll go with Dancing Queen. That. I love that song. Okay. Um, Danny, who's your favourite um, character? Um, I'll probably have to say Pierce Brosnan. So that was Sam, was it, Claire? Yeah. And who was the who was the um, one whose auntie owned the hotel? Bill. And Bill, yeah. Between them. But I'm probably going to have to give it to Pierce Brosnan. Okay, um, okay. And can I, can I say my worst character? Go for it. <laughs> wow. I was not even waiting to be asked. Go for it. Oh, mate. Um, 
What was Amanda Siegfried's boyfriend, husband? Who was that? Sky. Him. Why? What's him. wrong with him? The fake English <laughs> accent. Is he not English? Um, I don't know what it was supposed to be. He is English. He is, is English. He? English. How yeah. can you be English and have a fake and put on a bad English accent? I, I couldn't tell. Maybe... If it was Aust- <laughs> I thought he was an Australian trying to do an English accent. That's it. Kind of, or an American trying to do like a court in between the two. That's what it kind of I'm sounded gonna, like to me. I'm going to double check that because I'm sure I he's English. English. Um, um, okay, so because of his um, dodgy accent, he's the worst. No, character. just but like he just didn't. I, I just didn't get him very well, and I didn't vibe with him. Maybe knowing it wasn't for me. Him yeah, being the, like the sole representative, like the sole guy, I was hoping to vibe, but get get a little something. Yeah. I just didn't. Like, even when he was supposed to be annoyed that she was trying to find herself. Yeah. When she had all the family she needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, dude, get him out in a few hours, chill out. Like, yeah, get a grip a bit. You know, she's yeah. not getting anywhere. Um, Claire, I know this is a difficult one for you. And um, what was the worst part? Is there a worst part? No. Okay. Oh, there we go. No worst part. No worst part. I was, you know, I'm ready to go on that holiday. I flicked through the travel pages of Denny's catalogue. <laughs> so leading on to that, so from start to finish, there'd be nothing you would change at all. Um. Because in my head, I'm sort of predicting what score you're going to give this based on the fact that you'd say there's <laughs> nothing you would change at all. Is this going to be like the first uh, full mark film or production or musical? No, I gave. I, I gave. Evan Hansen, a 10 out of 10. Okay. Oh, so, oh, okay. So this is potentially, we're not going to come on to that just yet. Okay. Um, I did, I don't, ha- I, I enjoyed every scene. If I, I don't, I can't think of one, if I'm honest, I can't think of one that stand out as a worse scene that I would change. And if I'm sure there are things I would change, but to be honest with you, I, I don't know what I'd change them to. So I don't know what to recommend. And I don't have a worse character either. Maybe, Maybe it would be Sky as well if I had to choose one. Would you? But he doesn't really offend me. Sure. Would you want to see? I know you're sort of completely happy with it. I'm just sort of just putting this out there. Would you like to see the same sort of film-ish, but with a bit more of like emotional connection? Like where, so, so you have basically genuine bits where you do feel sad, but at the same time you then sort of rise up again and feel really happy by the end of it. Because like I said earlier on, it was just like sort of bumbles along for the whole thing. Would you have liked that, or are you just completely happy with what you saw? No, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I, you know, some more highs and lows. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'd have liked to. I would like a film like that. But I loved the fun aspect of that, and that carried it enough weight for me. Denny, <laughs> hand up there, Denny. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask. So, 24 hours. Where did this bond come from between the three dads and Amanda? This such strong bond that they're just willing to take a third. Denny, it's it's is it, is it standard that you meet three random dudes that you've never met before, get on a boat with them, go to a random other island, just run around for like half the day? That's a standard thing you do, now, isn't it? In, in Greek, actually, certain Greek islands, it is. Well, just hop on, what hop on boats with three random old men that you've never met Balaraki, before? Balaraki, like Santorini, like yeah, they're different type of holidays, different type of boats, mate. They're booze cruises, aren't they? Um, yeah, as I said. It's not, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't for me. I don't think it was made for me. Okay. Um, so Claire. No, I want to hear your scores first. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, let me give you my best part. My best part, and I've sort of listed them. Um, I've got quite a lot of good parts to this, actually, I found. Um, I love the random involvement of the ensemble, sort of singing along to lyrics and interacting. 
Um, it's good to see James Bond in a different light. Um, <laughs> loved choreography, choreography, dance, and energy of Meryl Streep's character. And like I touched on earlier on, there's one scene, which I thought was weird, where there's this old woman carrying sticks on her back while her husband is riding a donkey behind her. And then she just randomly throws them down and sort of runs off to do Dancing Queen by the Marina. I like that bit. Um, I disliked the storyline. And I've also written that a girl sends letter to three random guys, invites them to wedding and expects to recognise her father by looking at him. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was a weird interaction between, oh, I've written his name down, Pepper, that, that guy. And he's, um, that tiny cat. he's the black guy that looks like the um, Corbin Blue from um, oh, yeah. uh, High School Musical. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and, um, um, but um, so Daniel, Claire doesn't want to go first with scores. What would you give it out of 10? Oh, oh man. Be how honest, do I balance you this? Frank, you can be frank for these. these how, do I, how do I balance this to stay in Claire's good books? Then you've got to shoot um, from the heart, mate. Just do it then, please. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I feel like you're already not in, then, so don't worry. I'm pushing. I'm, I feel like I'm being generous, and I'm saying a four. Oh wow, you're being generous. Okay, so if you weren't being generous, what are you giving it? I don't really want to hear that. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what the thing is. I'll tell you what the thing is. Funnily enough, I had a conversation with someone the other day, and um, yesterday, and we were talking about music, and they were saying we we're talking about a particular artist, and they was they said something to me, and they said. When I was young, when I really disliked something, my old, my uncle used to say to me, they've done their job. They've got an emotional reaction from you. So at least there's some mm. sort of emotional attachment, right? The thing with this film is I felt no emotional attachment and it's the second time I've tried now. Um, so because of that, I would have probably given it a two. The reason I'm giving it a four is because I recognize that I'm clearly not the target audience and it's fun. Like I can't say what's bad about it, if that makes sense. But I also have nothing to say that I like about, it, which is why I have to sort of have that indifference. Like I just, I was really frustrated watching it. Okay. I was um, really like, okay, come on, hurry up. Like I just wanted it to get to the end. And I paused it and I remember seeing how much time was left and wanting to cry. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was that bad. Um... 48 whole minutes. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably give it a, I wrote down earlier on seven, but I'm probably going to drop that down to like six and a half. For me, like I said, I like the music. I like the fact that it's easy viewing. There's nothing, you, know, you don't have to think too much when you watch it. You whack it on, watch it for an hour and 50 minutes. Um, it's sunny, you know, it's, it's a feel good film. Like, you know, you, 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 don't, you, don't have to sort of, you don't have to feel like any sort of emotional ke- connection with anyone. It's just happy go lucky, chuck it on, bish bash bosh, done. So I'd give it, based on that, I think I'd give it six and a half. Maybe, actually, do I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. No storyline, but yeah, you know. And, and it wasn't, and it's not for me as well. So I've taken that into consideration as well. Claire, this is obvious, isn't it? It's going to be a. I'll let you two guess. It's going to be a 10, Claire. Of course it's going to be a 10. Denny, what's your guess? I'm going to go nine. Ah, it's actually an eight and a half. Okay. What? Yeah. You didn't say you, wanted, you said you didn't want to change anything. What? Yeah, no, I know. And I feel good every time that I watch it and I do love it. But it's, um, you know, like you were saying about the, like, the highs and the lows. Yeah. So I did love it. I feel good when I watch it. I want to book a holiday to Greece when I watch it. I want to put on Abba Gold and, you know, bust out my routine. But I didn't cry in it. Yeah. I didn't, like, 
laugh. Did I laugh throughout it? Yes, 100%. But I don't like, I didn't get like a stitch from laughing. So I gave it, I just dropped it for those kind of things to an eight and a half. See, this is the thing, right? I don't, I, I clearly, it clearly wasn't the film, the, 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 the film for me. But I don't know what I would change. I think I can imagine it works well for the target audience. Obviously, I can assume that by how successful it is. Like, it, I almost feel like, I can just accept it wasn't for me, because, but I, even watching it and having all the criticisms, I don't know what I would change. There wasn't anything that I saw that I could say they should have done this like this. Do you know what I mean? I would literally have to change the whole thing and then it wouldn't be Mamma Mia. So I don't feel like I want to change anything. I just, just yeah, just not, not my cup of tea. Like, Abba, Abba were massive. Mm. You know, you know then, and their pop songs are, you know like you said earlier, everybody knows their music. And I think that has carried a lot of weight in this film. Denny, mm. how would you sell it to someone in one sentence? Take into consideration, it's not for you. Picture mm. the target audience. How are you selling it to people in one sentence? I would say, have you ever been to a family wedding? <laughs> Towards the end, when all, the, all, all your great uncles and aunts are drunk, how would you like to watch that for an hour and 15 minutes? That's the best bit. That's done. Okay. That's how I would sell it. That's not making it to an Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how would you sell it to someone? Claire's normally the best oh. person for these sort of jobs, Claire. So no pressure on you right now. I, Need some I good hate material selling, for this. Come on. I hate selling stuff. Come on, Claire. Um, okay, let's see. Take your time. We can edit it afterwards. <laughs> Honestly, whenever Claire does, whenever Claire does any sort of like, oh, this is what I think of it. The amount of pauses in between. Whenever I edit it, I've got to like just delete all the pauses so it actually sounds like one long <laughs> sentence. So Claire, just go for it. Honestly, it's fine. How would I sell it? Right, I need to be more prepared for this question in future. I'll make sure to add it. If to you want to, the sheet that I sent you. Oh, look, I actually do pull it. How would you sell it? You do, you do, you do. And every time I look at it, I think I must do that one point. <laughs> okay, so do you want to feel good? Do you want to have fun? Open, open a bottle of, open a bottle of wine and sit down and have a lovely evening. See, I thought, and book a holiday to Greece. Can I say something? That sounds way too polished, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just add Very something really quickly? I said that sounds way too polished. Normally you do it like normally normally you don't do it as salesy. Normally it's just like, well, you know, if you if you if you like a bit of sun and you have a bit of prosecco, you're gonna have a cracking good time. Whereas that one just sounded really polished. It's fine. It'll work, it'll work. I'll make it work. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, you go on. Can I just say something? So Claire's got a, a good bunch of girlfriends and they go away to this um like these lodges and there's they put pictures up on instagram of them in like their hot tub and with glasses of prosecco in their hand when i watch those clips on instagram that's the film like, <laughs> it's like great <laughs> that's how it's like great it's really fun i don't want to be there it's clearly not for me <laughs> No, and no, that's I... kind of but that is when you just said with Prosecco that's exactly what it reminded me of it just reminded me of of you lot when you're together and it's so like I admire you you know you have such fun but it, that is that's kind of what this film reminded me of and I can imagine you lot watching this film and having giggles yeah I there, to be fair there's only a few people that I think actually like the film out of the girls but yeah I know what you mean like it is I think that's why I, I relate to it as well like it's you know when the girls yeah when the girls get together they have silly fun do I wish that I could sing and dance? Yes, because I really want to be Donna from Donna and the Dynamos. Well, I was going to say you could fit into the film if singing and dancing is what you can't do. 
Ooh, shots fired. Um, Edit that out. <laughs> I'll keep it in for the authenticity, Claire. Um, I would sell it as being fun, en fun, energetic, and a good form of escapism. Because I feel that when you do watch it, you can you forget about everything else that's going on, and you just a bit of sun, some good dancing, poor dancing, good dancing, poor dancing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's just a good laugh and a good happy-go-lucky film. That's how I'd sell it. Um, Moving on to Claire's favourite part of the day. Danny, have you got the WEG trophy? It, he I has, have. actually, and it, it was actually mine from the last podcast, and okay, so he has not left it on my doorstep. Do you know what I'll do? Because obviously this, this, this quarantine thing is going to go on for a while. I'm going to have it couriered from Denny to Claire. Oh, actually, that depends if Claire wins this time around. Claire, if you win no, this I'll time around... I'll drop it to Claire. You're going to drop, drop it, it to Claire? Claire? Yeah. Safely, yeah. though, because obviously, Safely. you know, distance yeah. all this stuff. I make, make sure it's like, you know... Whatever you, oh, let me know when up. you do that so that I can get you to grab me a few bits then. <laughs> so, we have got five questions today. Five can, I just, questions. can I just concede defeat at this point? Like, it's one um, of <laughs> Well, I'll be honest No, with that's me. too much pressure now. I'm starting to sweat. This is, this I, I, is my game plan. Okay, well, okay. Maybe, maybe you might as well start planning to take on the trophy <laughs> to Claire's. Um, okay, first question. What year did ABBA win Eurovision? 1974. Denny, wow. has, your, has your screen frozen because you haven't moved? Okay. You wow. My screen was wow. frozen because I was in, sh like... I won the trophy in my house. In well done, Claire. Okay, okay, this... Okay, okay. Well, next question. What song did they win it with? No. Money, money, I'm money. I'm only saying... Okay, Denny, man. Denny, you're not even trying. Go on, Claire. No, it wasn't that. Oh. What do you think it was? Actually, no, I'm only, I'm only taking first answers this was time it... around. That just sounds like a no, Eurovision type of song. Oh, I know this. Oh, it was on the, it was on the tip of my tongue. What did you think it was? Because I'm going to give you five more seconds, so you might. As well... I know, I know, I know, I know. That's not that's not. Was a song. it? Gimme? Oh no, it wasn't. Gimme, gimme. I'm going to say gimme, 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 but it wasn't that. Oh, that was it. No, it was Natalie. Oh, that's how they ended the film, and I love that. Um, okay. Um. Okay, Danny, here's a question that you might... You, you, sh you should have a chance at this. What theatre is Mamma Mia at in the West End? Novello. Okay, so Danny's not taking part at all. <laughs> is, it, is, it still in the, is it still in the West End? Yeah, yeah. it's been there since September the 6th, 2012. I'm sure it was at a different so, theatre yeah. before. No, it's been there since September the 6th, Has 2012. Has it always been there? Okay. It's been there since September the 6th. <laughs> 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 I Wikipedia it beforehand, so I assume it's true. I'll, I'm more than, Then again... I'm do you know what? Sure do, you know what? do you know what? Right, that's an absolute lie. Do you know why? Because obviously this has been in been in the West End before the film came out, right? And the fact I've just given you says September two, September twenty twelve, and this has been out since what was it nineteen ninety So that's me. Uh, I got that wrong completely. I do apologise, Denny. That's where it had, is currently. That's where it is currently. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my fact. So where, where was I'm it? I'm pretty sure. It where was it before? I think it um, might have been um, at where uh, Prince of Egypt is now. Okay. Um, I'll come on to that later on. No, I think Billy Elliot was there. No, Billy Elliot was where Hamilton is. I feel like I need to it? find the answer yeah. out about this, but um, I haven't got an opportunity to. Um, okay, cool. Looks like Denny's already lost by the looks of it. Actually, no, it's still two. It's still two nil. So Denny, you still got a chance if Claire doesn't No, it's get one nil, right. isn't it? No, it's two because Claire got um, what year they what year they won Eurovision and where the where it's currently being playing at. In oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's two nil. What was the first song? In the film. 
Honey, 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 honey. Honey, honey. Yeah. Okay. No. Sorry. Oh. Money, money. Really? No, it money, wasn't money, money, money. You know, it's not money, 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 because she sings I've, about that I've later got on. No idea. I've, I've got no idea. It was. I had a dream. Oh, for God's I sake! I know that on the dream. boat. I have oh. a dream. A song to sing. That makes sense. Okay. There we go. Exactly on the boat. Yeah, yeah. So, Benny, you're still in it, mate. You're still in it. Don't worry okay. too much. Soz then. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two points to this question. What does Mamma Mia mean? Uh, my mother in Italian. Daddy, why are you putting your hand up? I know. I don't know. That, since when that, since when that, since oh. when's that been part of the game? Um, you're right, Claire. Mamma Mia literally means mom, mom mine or my, and it is an Italian expression that conveys many different emotions, surprise, fear, pain, and you know how joy, I know I know that? Because my daughter Mama is literally Mia. named Mia, and for that reason. Shockingly, you didn't put your hand up in time, so... Great story, Claire, great story, yeah. Dan. Give me the my trophy. trophy is coming back to you. Well, it should have been back last pod, Denny. Let's not do it in the past. Isolation, Claire. Isolation. Come on, social distancing takes precedent. Um, cool. So I set homework last last week, and what I say last week, a couple of days ago, for people to... For basically you guys to share what musical theatre-related things or bits have got you through isolation so far. Um, this could be a film, this could be a musical soundtrack, this could be a musical Instagram page, it could be anything along the lines of musical theatre that's got you through. So who wants to go first? I'm happy to. So it. I've been writing a one-man play. What? Um, oh my God. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm he's joking. Not, he's not. I'm joking. I know he's not. <laughs> we spoke about this last summer. So... <laughs> So um, I've, I've started watching, I've, I was looking for some TV shows, um, musicals. Um, so I've started watching Glee from the beginning and I've started watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend again from the beginning. Um, I have been listening to, the two most listened to soundtracks are Waitress and The Heathers. Um, I haven't seen them Waitress and I'm not going to get to see it now. So um, not with Sarah Bareilles anyway. So I thought I'd listen to the soundtrack. Um, Oh, and Marguerite, I've started listening to a lot as well. Um, and off of the back of listening to Waitress, I've started baking. So I made my first cake ever. Um, came out pretty good. Um, I've been getting involved in some theatre Facebook groups, just uh, having chats with other people missing theatre. And my final one, which I've been most impressed with, I've been learning the piano. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Um, well, what, one, man, one man play. I need to play the instruments as well. <laughs> What um, are you are you trying to sort of learn a musical song first off, or are you just trying other songs first? So I'm practicing just to learn it properly, like reading the music and stuff. And then I've been practicing um, a couple of tracks from Hamilton because they're quite they're quite hard. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so I thought if I can get to grips with them while learning, then it will help me. Like other stuff should be a bit easier to pick up. Fair Jumping fair. at the deep end. Fair enough. Claire, how have you been coping without no West End to keep you occupied? I don't feel like I've been as diverse as Denny. I wish I'd learnt a musical instrument in the last four weeks. I haven't learnt one either, though. Oh, thank God. I did a jigsaw. <laughs> Was that musical theatre related? Beauty and the Beast, if that counts. That counts. 1,000 pieces, 1,000 hours. Um, All on your own? Yep. 
<laughs> now, I, do you know what? Actually, the first night oh, it was announced, I watched Mamma Mia as it happens. Um, I watched the, um, the Olivia Awards hosted by Jason Manford on the 5th of April or the 4th of April, the 5th of April, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was well. that hour long. Um, I actually loved it. I watched that about three times. Um, and it, what it's made me realise is that I am all about going to award shows. I literally love everything about them people winning awards the speeches that they give and the little trailers of what musical to see afterwards and it made me think like Denny's put his hand up again it made me think like um when we come out of isolation I'm literally going to see everything we've already seen this year and then some more <laughs> I'm really missing it sorry Dan. Yeah. I was no I was just I... gonna ask how did you watch it again because I missed it I recorded it oh uh can it be shared uh, if you come over, to be I'll be, I'll be entirely honest with you, Danny. All of the all of the performances on there are available on YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess yeah. Every, it, was yeah just, it was a clip of the greatest bits, though, wasn't it, Frank? So that was quite a nice like accumulation of highlights. No, it was. But what I found was that I wanted. To, I think some songs they didn't even show the entire the whole the entirety of it. Some of them they did show the entirety of it, but some of them they didn't. Yeah, so I ended up getting on YouTube to find the original clip so I can see it all through. So. Um, that's obviously a good avenue if, if, if that's something you want to go and watch. Okay. Um, what else, Claire, has been getting you through? Well, I am... Um, oh, Sky Arts was showing Billy Elliot. I always wanted to go and see Billy Elliot in the theatre, and I never got round to it. You know, when it's because it's always there. You know, you think, I'll go and see that, I'll go and see it. Next thing, it's gone, and I was absolutely gutted. So... Um, I watched the recording of that. I did miss the beginning of it, because it's, you know, when you're flicking and you see it. And... It was absolutely brilliant. I never thought that I'd really like watching a recorded theatre show because obviously the acting and, and part of it made me laugh and think of you, Frank, because they do in the middle of it a uh, audience um, participation in, in they want you to cheer at one point. But I'm not joking you. This, the actors were so brilliant that, and I'm wondering if it was maybe when it was, it was the last week or the last night of the show. I don't actually know why it happened, but... The story was great. I, I cried a couple of times throughout of it because I was so high up there and low down and low down there. But at the end, once they'd all come out and done their, um, oh gosh, what do you call it? You know when they come out for their bows and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then every single Billy came out on stage and they did like all this dancing. It was so good. I loved it. And then I rewatched the actual movie with James uh, James Bell. And I forgot how much I loved that when that first came out as well. So, yeah, that and a lot of kind of like Disney films. <laughs> when, you, when you said every single Billy Elliot, did the guy that's currently the Spider-Man come out as well? Because he was in Billy Elliot originally, wasn't he? No, no, no. Um, as in on the theatre, in the theatre. Yeah, but he was, he was, did he, I'm pretty sure he played Billy Elliot in the theatre. He's a film. It was a film only. You mean Jamie Bell, yeah? No. Who are you talking about? I'm so confused. Sorry, did you say you watched the film? I watched I watched the production. There was a production on Sky Arts, and then I watched the film after. Okay, but the production was that that's your musical theatre production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the stage. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that the guy who's currently playing Spider-Man, he was, he played. He originally started out. I'm pretty sure as Billy Elliot. So when you said he brought, they brought out all the Billy Elliots onto stage, I was like, did they bring him out as well? Was he part of them? But I will need. Wasn't to he in the film? One. I thought he was in the film. I don't know now. I don't know. But the film was quite a long, long time ago, and he's not that old. I yeah, don't know the, anymore. Yeah, he was in the film. Okay. Jamie um, Bell starred as Billy Elliot in the film. 
And any particular musicals you're watching on Disney there? I assume you're watching it on um, the new Disney Channel thing, would you? Oh, plus, yeah. Um, I've been I've watched High School Musical. Um, I've just watched, you know, like the a lot of um. I've I've watched uh, like Frozen and Little Mermaid, like like Disney classics. You know where they have come out in theatre rather than actual musicals. But yeah, I have watched High School Musical. I watched Mamma Mia a few times already. This. Apparently, the series is really good. The High School Musical series. Oh, is it? Because I did yeah. see it and I thought, oh, I apparently don't know. it's really good. A lot of people in my Facebook theatre groups were telling me to watch it. Oh, I've got. Do you know? I do have on my Netflix list to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend after your recommendation, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that you're like. Do you know what's funny? That's literally um, Tom Holland. That I was going to go through. Yeah, Tom Holland. Wasn't he? Was he in the film or was he in the production? Nah, he looks like Jamie Bell's twin, though. Okay, maybe I've got it completely completely wrong, sorry. Um, but what I was going to say is that on top of my list of things that I've been um, watching to get through is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, did anyone actually want to sort of describe what it's about, though? Um, or have you not seen that much of it yet? To I'm, on, I was on, I'm, on like, I'm on like season three. Okay. Or season four, yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's everything you want in a musical and I want to marry the, I can't even remember her name, but she's amazing. She wrote it. She does everything. Um, it's yeah. Rachel something. Basically it starts off when she's in summer camp at like 16. Um, and, and she, she, she's madly in love with this boy. She's got a really, um, possessive mother. And just as she's like going to confess her love, he dumps her. And she's like, she, she's really, really successful. You know, she's really, really driven. She's like, top top um lawyer like fast forward 20 years or 10 years or whatever and um she bumps into him randomly in new york um and then he tells her where she lives so she like once he's gone she like packs up her stuff and makes an excuse to kind of follow him there <laughs> and um it's just it's hard to describe it's just amazing so if you, if you imagine a comedy about a, uh, a kind of obsessive um uh, female lead everything that goes on in her head the crazy stuff they break into song and do it and it's like it, it's just so good it's the way it's choreographed the humor like everything it really really is is um like laugh out loud funny in parts See, what and cringe gonna... because there's proper parts as well where you think like it's so relatable as well because like we've all liked someone and even if they don't know maybe done something a little bit you know um stalkish so to speak and this just takes it like does that and puts it on steroids it's, it's hilarious see what i was going to add is that there's like loads of original songs in there as well like it's not just they they do like a lot of original songs but they also do like really cool covers of like musical theater like productions as well like yeah. there's a lemiz one there's a singing in the rain one there's a music yeah. man one and it pays it's... homage to lots of musicals as well yeah i think yeah yeah it's probably yeah. one of my favorite musical musical related tv shows out there because it does it does deal with a lot of serious issues but at the same time the music puts quite a not a fun spin on it but it doesn't sort of make it seem as negative as the actual issue itself so yeah that's why that was top of my list um also i don't know if any of you guys have sort of checked it out already but um, i don't know if you follow um have you seen the sort of the some good news thing that's currently been that's currently going out they did like a hamilton um original cast performance on zoom I don't know if you've seen that ah. yet. Basically, Lin-Manuel and everyone involved in the original Hamilton came together on Zoom to surprise this girl. And it's absolutely amazing performance. So if you haven't seen that yet, definitely check that out. Check that out. Um, obviously, the Anne Juliet soundtrack, because, you know, I love Anne Juliet. 
Um, there's, in, there's a new Instagram page called Musical, Al Musical Alphabet, which is pretty cool. Um, basically, every day they play a different song. Of uh, Basically, they have a letter of each day, and each day a different West End star sings a song um, beginning with that letter or by production with that letter as well. So that's a pretty cool thing to sort of get through each day. And um, lastly, I'm looking forward to seeing the Cats musical, which obviously Andrew Lloyd Webber is doing the show must go on. Uh, initiative on the YouTube channel and he's got Cats the Musical which is out this weekend but I imagine after that there'll be there'll be other Andrew Lloyd Webber music Do you know what I'm really excited about that following you know the Olivia Awards playback that Jason Manford did yes um and um, when I saw when I saw that they had like a little scene from Cats in that and it just looked magnificent and I was like I can't believe the film ruined it so much um, yeah, the film isn't the greatest, but the production, I think that, that's why I'm really keen on seeing it, because I think we all agreed that yeah. we didn't like the film, but we'd love to see it live. And I don't really know when this production is ever going to come back to London, so definitely going to check that out on YouTube this Friday. It's there for 48 hours. Um, unfortunately, this probably comes out after that, so hopefully you guys have managed to check it out before it goes. Sorry, Dan? I was just going to say, um, but you answered my question, it's only on there for 48 hours. I was going to say, how long do they stay on there for? Yeah, but each week he's putting out, putting out another one. Uh, I, can't, I think he's got about 10 of them, so I can't remember when this initiative started, but I'm, there's probably a good couple more weeks left of these sort of things, so okay. definitely check yeah, it out. Yeah, I think this weekend coming is only weekend four. Yeah, okay. perfect. Cool. Um, but yeah, well, that, that went well. Um, anything else anyone wants to add? Nothing for um, me, just stay safe, everybody. Oh, actually, do I've got this basically um, this young girl approached us on Instagram, basically saying that um, this girl called Alicia, um, basically a school's raising money for doctors and nurses working through the crisis. Um, if you'd like to donate, please go to justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash thank you NHS. That's justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash thank you NHS. Um, but yeah, um, please follow us on Instagram, West End Geeks Pod. Um, if you've got any suggestions of a musical or soundtrack or TV show that you'd like us to review, we've got a lot of time to do those sort of things these days. So please either Insta, um, direct message us um, um, your suggestions, or again, just email westendgeekspod at gmail.com. That's westendgeekspod at gmail.com. And if you're listening, please leave a review at Apple Music. Anything else, guys? I'm good. Thanks. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to West End Geeks.